1: have plans for you, prepared good works for you to walk in them, and he shows us a little bit of what they are, and they freak us out. They make us uncomfortable, and we resist. Who made you a ruler and a judge over me? Are there areas where God is calling you into uncomfortable things, or confronting you with things that make you uncomfortable about yourself, that you're resisting what he's saying?"
0: Many of us have prayed for God's guidance and direction in our lives just to keep our eyes shut when he reveals it. In many cases, if we're honest, we have to admit we're afraid of his calling. As Pastor David will warn in today's message, following Jesus is going to take you to uncomfortable places. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor David in the Book of Acts, Chapter 7, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
1: We tend to put ourselves in the shoes of the hero, you know? We tend to see ourselves as the main character. And again, as we go into this, let's try to shift our perspective and see it as it is, it's true that there's examples for us to learn from these people but a big part of why th- these stories are there for us the, the, the reason that these things happened was to point to Jesus they were given to us to foreshadow what God was doing to give us a picture of of who he is not just of who we are as we begin now with starting with the story of Joseph try to look for how this foreshadows how it points to who Jesus is in verse 9 it tells us that the patriarchs the sons of Jacob the sons of Israel becoming envious sold their brother Joseph into Egypt but God was with him and delivered him out of all his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh the king of Egypt and made him governor over Egypt and all his house Now famine and great trouble came over all the land of Egypt and Canaan, and our fathers found no sustenance. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers first, and the second time Joseph was made known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to the Pharaoh. Then Joseph sent and called his father Jacob and all his relatives to him, 75 people, and so Jacob went down to Egypt and he died, he and our fathers And they were carried back to Shechem and laid in the tomb that Abraham bought for a sum of money from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem. But when the time of the promise drew near, which God had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt until another king arose who did not know Joseph. This man dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our forefathers, making them expose their babies so that they might not live. At this time, Moses Was born, and he was well pleasing to God. He was brought up in his father's house for three months. But when he was set out, Pharaoh's daughter took him away and brought him up as her own son. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians. He was mighty in words and deeds. And when he was 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brothers, the children of Israel. Seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended and avenged him who was oppressed struck down the Egyptian because he supposed that his brethren would have understood that God would deliver them by his hand, but they did not understand. The next day, he appeared to two of them as they were fighting and tried to reconcile them, saying, men, your brothers, why do you wrong one another? But the one who did his neighbor wrong pushed him away, saying, who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you did the Egyptian yesterday? At this saying, Moses fled and became a dweller in the land of Midian, where he had two sons. And when 40 years had passed, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire in a bush in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. And when Moses saw it, he marveled at the sight. As he drew near to observe, the voice of the Lord came to him, saying, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, And Moses trembled and dared not look. And the Lord said to him, Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their groaning, have come down to deliver them. And now, come, I will send you to Egypt. This Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge, is the one God sent to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. He brought them out after he had shown wonders and signs in the land of Egypt, in the Red Sea, in the wilderness for 40 years. This is that Moses who said to the children of Israel, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear. This is he who is in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our fathers, the one who received the living oracles to give to us whom our fathers would not obey but rejected. Do you see the pattern that's being set up for us? Stephen was confronting the religious the people of God, the people who knew the word with the fact that we often resist God's voice. He was showing them how God had been pointing to the Messiah through these different stories, through these different things that had happened in their history. But he was also trying to confront us with the pattern that tends to be really common where God... Shows us what he's doing, shows us, he says, I have plans for you, I've prepared good works for you to walk in them. And he shows us a little bit of what they are, and they freak us out. They make us uncomfortable and we resist. Who made you a ruler and a judge over me? Are there areas where God is calling you into uncomfortable things, or confronting you with things that make you uncomfortable about yourself that you're resisting what he's saying? To better understand, let's keep reading. Verse 39, it says, In their hearts they turned back to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make us gods to go before us. As for this Moses who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what has become of him. They made a calf in those days, offering sacrifices to the idol. They rejoiced in the works of their own hands. God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven, as it's written in the book of the Prophets. Did you offer me animals, slaughtered animals, sacrifices during the 40 years in the wilderness, house of Israel? You also took up the tabernacle of Moloch. The star of your god Remphen images which you made to worship. And I will carry you away beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness as God appointed, instructing Moses to make it according to the pattern that he had seen, which our fathers having received it in turn also brought with Joshua into the land possessed by the Gentiles, whom God drove out before the faces of our fathers until the days of King David, who found favor before God and asked to find a dwelling for the house of the God of Jacob. But Solomon, his son, whose name means peace, Built him a house. But the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What house would you build for me, says the Lord? What is the place of my rest? Has my hand not made everything? You stiff necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist. The Holy Spirit, as your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? They killed those who foretold the coming of the just one, of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers. You received the law by the directions of angels, but you have not kept it. God called the people to uncomfortable places and did things they didn't understand or in ways that they didn't agree with and they stopped trusting God's plans or His goodness or His power or His timing and built up easier gods.
0: As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.